Hey guys, is abortion murder? Yes, yes it is. This is the Christian Artist, honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. My name is Carly. Welcome. We're here with the Christian Artist, as we usually uh, do on, on Mondays. Uh, we haven't, we weren't here last week because school. Don't like school. <laughs> But we are back. <laughs> I'm I'm having withdrawals, man. This is this is such a busy week for me, uh, with with assignments and stuff. But yes, but you we're have here. like what one or two weeks left of. This is my last week of classes, and I have a okay. whole bunch of like assignment stuff. And then next there week is like finals, which I only have, really have like one oh. final. But like I have a bunch of like papers due that week. As well. Oh okay, but so you'll be fine. Almost done. Almost You'll've finished. Survived. Almost there, and I'm. Of course, I just decided to, like, stream, like, every possible day that I possibly could this week to add more yes. stuff to my life. That's a great idea. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> so, uh, what are we talking about today, guys? Abortion. Didn't know from the cold opening. That's That was a surprise. Yeah. Well, you asked the question. <laughs> so, so when we say, when we say abortion, like, what, what, what do we mean when we, we're, we're talking about abortion? What are, what are we talking about about abortion? Like this is the Christian artist. Like, what do you? What's what our you episode like? Like we can't like. Okay, I, I titled this episode the one about abortion, but that doesn't actually give us information about like what we're gonna be talking about. So what are we gonna be talking about? Besides just abortion, like what about abortion are we gonna be talking about? I don't. I don't know. I honestly don't know this time. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't read the message. Thread. Oh right. Okay, Carly, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, abortion and how horrible it is. Yeah, how horrible it is. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much the way to sum it up. Anyway, so um, yes, we are all. I mean, as you can maybe tell by the name of the podcast, we are Christians, and so we're gonna be talking about um mm. the uh, abominable practice colloquially known as abortion but better known as child sacrifice <laughs> let's just continue like i mean like like when you really get down to it you know yeah okay so i guess if if we're coming at this from a a christian point of view then yeah absolutely 100 percent um we know because of jeremiah 1 um that a child is a living separate um human being at the moment of conception mm -hmm. um and god mm -hmm. has created every individual um and he he knew jeremiah before he was born in the womb and if you are reading into um the gospels uh where john the baptist was born and you're reading about his his backstory with his parents um, you will find that John the Baptist was actually endowed yeah, with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I just read that with the Holy Spirit when he was literally an infant, which is kind of mm -hmm. crazy. So yeah, we, mm -hmm. so we <laughs> that's know, a whole nother theological debate right there. But <laughs> it is, yes, it is. But we know for sure because of just those two things alone that a human being is a human being at the moment of conception. Mm -hmm. Um, and mm -hmm. so if that is true, coming with that perspective, then abortion is the murder of the most defenseless and innocent of our kind mm -hmm. 
Um, and so if we're, we're not going to try to make a political debate out of this, we're not trying to argue with anybody who thinks differently unless they are, okay, unless they claim to be a Christian. Um, and I think that is most of the time what we do anyway um, on this podcast, that if mm-hmm. we're talking about art from a Christian perspective, um, and and I guess the reason that we could justify talking about abortion on this um, episode is not only because you wrote a song about it, but also of everything that Apology Radio did. Right. Um, okay. I mean, yeah, that's basically the the impetus for starting this episode in the first place. And uh, we, t- we have been having this in our, like, Docket. Google Doc that yep. we have, like, all the future podcast episodes that we were <laughs> thinking of talking about. Um, it's been in there for like almost a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because, um, yeah, Apologia Radio slash Apologia Studios slash Apologia Church, the Apologia crew in general. Um, they, <laughs> they, uh, they started a movement, um, an organization called End Abortion Now. And so they're basically, their goal was to, um, uh, equip churches with the resources necessary to combat abortion on the local level, mm-hmm. um, to go preach in front of abortion clinics, to plead with mothers not to kill their unborn children, and to offer to adopt them and preach the gospel to them. Mm-hmm. Um, adopt the children and preach the gospel to the, to <laughs> and the to mothers. The th- yes, to the parents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, right, and, and and you know, as Connor said, we're not gonna, we're not here to necessarily argue about the logistics of like. Um, you know the 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 loads of scientific and biblical evidence to proclaim abortion as murder. Yes, unless you can, you you can are, look that up on an abortion. Right. right, we're not we're not here to just like talk to any random passerby about like here's why abortion is murder, but rather yes. kind of talk about the implications of it in our culture. Um, I mean, talk about the the idea of this um of abortion in our culture, why why it happens, why we've let it continue to happen and what we may be able to do to to stop it Mm -hmm. um and talk about as christians like how important this issue is and uh, that we should be taking a gospel-centered firm stance against it yeah that is the most important part of every type of theology that any christian is going to stand upon is that it's gospel-centered what do we mean mean by gospel-centered connor that's a great question, Caleb. Why don't you answer that? No, I'm just kidding. Um, what we mean by gospel-centered is uh, everything is a gospel issue. Um, and every type of theological anything, uh, it's a gospel issue. Because if it's glorifying to God, then it's in the Bible. And if it's not glorifying to God, then it is sin. Um, and so any any person who is living in sin is not a Christian. If that is what defines them, is they are living in this sin and they are willfully choosing to to commit this sin against the God that they claimed they claim has saved them, then clearly there's something wrong here. And so every type of theological, um, um, anything is a gospel issue. Right. So what you're saying is it's a gospel issue in the sense that uh, we as Christians, if we are not, um, fighting against this and, and we don't, maybe we don't somehow think this is a sin, right? Right. That's a gospel issue because you may or may not be saved, right? Like right. If, if it's one of those things where um, if we live in a, in a lifestyle in which we, we don't view uh, sin as sin um, and feel our conscience be pricked and our, you know, our, um, you know, the, the desire to repent and, and walk away from that, mm-hmm. um, then are we really 
in Christ. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. you can read through First John and see the the evidence and the and the discussion about that, where um, it's like, okay, how how can someone who is in Christ continue to walk in darkness? Mm-hmm. I mean, specifically, I think the difference is right, like because obviously there are Christians. I mean, we all continually sin, like over yes. and over and over again, as people through our entire lives. But uh, there are two kind of main things. One is that we view sin as sin. We don't try to justify a thing that is obviously sin yes. as something that that's not sin, right? So we don't look at, um, uh, you know, abortion or, or lying, right? Like any any of those things. We, we don't look at and say, well, you know, I think that it's not actually sin, even though there are multiple Bible verses that very specifically say and, that it and is. That's, and that's a very specific point that you have to make is that the person knows that that isn't the Bible and is willfully rejecting that statement. Exactly. Not that they haven't read that verse yet and they're a new Christian and they're like, Oh, this isn't the Bible. Oh my goodness. I have been sinning and they repent of it. That's just sanctification. Yes, exactly. Right. And so it it has to do with, um, you know, willfully living in sin that you have been confronted on and, and you have not repented of that sin, right? That sort of thing. Um, and then also, you know, the idea of, um, of, uh, continually um like this isn't necessarily a uh a hard and fast thing like but if you are like continually over and over and over and over and over again um searing your conscience um and uh and walking away from christ it's possible that you are you've been deceiving yourself into thinking that you were in christ to begin with um Mm -hmm. and first john is a good place to go to to look at to examine your own heart and, uh, I mean, I know it's been very helpful to me, um, in, and not only like affirming to myself that, okay, yes, I am truly a Christian and like Jesus has saved me. Holy spirit isn't in, in me. Um, but also challenging me. Okay. So this is where my life should be. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the standard here. Um, and in like the warnings in Hebrews, right? Like it, it's not there to, to scare you necessarily into be like doubting your own salvation, but rather scare you into fully more fully like committing to Christ and, um, and walking along that path. Um, to fear the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is Proverbs one seven, by the way, I didn't just pull that out of my head. Proverbs one seven says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Exactly. I don't have a head. So, uh, so Carly, you you just did your um, uh, you just did a, like a project on on abortion. Um, would you like to tell us more about that and some of the things that you learned? Oh um, yeah, so currently working on my sophomore persuasive project, um, mm-hmm. which is um, basically just you you have a topic. Um, my class actually had the privilege of actually getting to pick our topics because I know a lot of people didn't get to, um, they just got handed something that they might not have even been interested in at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we pick a topic and we, you know, do research on it and then we write a persuasive essay, which is then going to be a persuasive speech that we give to our class, uh, by the end of the year. And, um, and so I chose abortion because I was like, I need to... I need to do that because I feel like I wanted to know more about it anyway. And I go, I knew going into the research that it was going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, And it is, but, um, but I've already learned a lot and gotten more frustrated at what I found. So, I mean, that tells you a lot about (laughs) the information out there, but, Mm um, uh, yeah. And I just finished my research last week. So we'll be writing our essays this week, or at least outlining them. Um, yeah. 
Um, so what, what's like one of the things that you've kind of like learned, like doing the research that like really, really, I don't know, like got you. Cause, cause I know when I was like, uh, first, um, hearing what Apologia was doing with the end abortion now and, and, and like the, the fervor in which they were like preaching this and, and, and going in, it really inspired me. And like, it's literally why I wrote the song that we're going to play later, um, is because like they inspired me so much into like realizing how important of an issue it is. Um, what did you have as like a similar moment, like doing research where you're just like, wow, this is like really important. We need to be like talking about this more. Yeah. Um, just any time I would see a number right. of like how many abortions yeah. happened every mm -hmm. year, which like sometimes it would be from an article that's trying to say, look, abortion rates are going down. Why are you so mad about this? But it's like it's still a huge number, no <laughs> right. matter what. Like Guys, one we, would be a huge number. We only kill <laughs> hundreds of thousands of babies. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's like like just this what you said. Like one baby would be too many. Right. Like how is that not too many? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, more American lives have been lost through abortion than every world war put together. Yeah. <laughs> Or any yeah. any American, any American like put together, right? Exactly, like the the amount of like American lives lost in abortion in through war. abortion versus the amount of American lives lost through any war that America has been a part of combined. Yep, that was the, the statistic. Probably times a lot. Yeah, and you'd probably have to times that by a lot to get mm -hmm. a equal number. Yeah, because I mean, all things considered, America didn't actually lose a lot of people in no. in any of the wars that we've been a part of, mm -hmm. except for the Civil War, because yes. you know because we it was against ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say what? All right. No comments about the Civil War. We're just moving on. Yeah, I mean, we can there have that go. conversation later. All right. <laughs> Civil War was a mistake. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh so one of the things that i i want to kind of talk about a little bit is so i think when you look at most of christian culture um right like i think you'll very rarely find a person who claims to be a christian and doesn't say i wish abortion didn't happen mm -hmm. right but yep. then you start to get into all the nuances all the different things and then you start mm -hmm. to see people come out of the woodwork and say well you know, I think there is something to be said about this certain situation. Yep. I think it might be okay in this certain situation. Or they're like, you know, uh, you know, I, I think it's important to, 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 you know, that we, you know, abortion shouldn't happen. But I don't know if we really need to be talking about it a whole lot. I think we should more more focus on like, um, you know, women's rights and like mm -hmm. making sure that they have the care that they need so that abortions don't have to happen. Um, and then you'll have other people who, and I think this is one of the things that I want to talk about a lot on, on this podcast you have people who are like you know abortion is evil and wrong but should we really call it murder because i don't know it kind of an offense yes <laughs> <laughs> right and that, that... hey hey romans uh something um romans something. <laughs> i think it's, Ro it's either romans 14 Best or 15 come back i have no idea what the ever. verse is yeah romans, romans something. something no romans something says um if at all possible romans um, 14 Romans 14, if at all, as far as it depends on you, live no. at peace with everyone. Maybe it's not Romans 14. Maybe it's Romans 11. It's not 11. It's definitely not 11. It might be 14 then. It must, it's either 14 or 15. It says, as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with everyone. Needlessly offending people 
by saying abortion is murder, is that not not seeking to pe- seek peace? Mm-hmm. It's not needlessly offending people. <laughs> yeah. As <laughs> long as it go. depends on you, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't depend on you. It depends on the people that are murdering people <laughs> to not to not to, to start living at peace, right? <laughs> yeah. That's that's the that's the that's the problem here, right? Um, and I, I think that's one of the issues that I want to talk about. And I, I kind of want to just reiterate a lot of the stuff that Apologia has been saying. And, and again, Apologia Studios, Apologia Church, they're the people to go to for this whole whole um, discussion. Well, for quite a lot of things, but also but also for this, <laughs> but also this, this, this discussion. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because they're they're on the front front lines right now, fighting yeah. for the lives of unborn children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think there's another group that is taking it as seriously mm-hmm. in the entire world right now. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't for think. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the reason that they're taking it seriously is because of a couple things. One, there we're being super specific that this is murder. You are literally taking the life of a person. Mm-hmm. And so what do we call that? Murder. Mm-hmm. There, there's no other way around that, right? Like, Unless it's through war or by means of capital punishment, and it is neither. Uh, well, mm, unless it is through very, very specific acts of justified warfare. Yes. In which I, I feel like are more and more diminishing in my mind every time I look at it again. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but I was just trying to clarify right, that there and, are specific yes, cases and then where cap, taking yeah, life capital is punishment yes. in, in this very specific cases that that um somebody is actually yes like talks about it yes um which is actually when you look at the biblical law it's actually very very few amount of cases that they that uh, of all the laws in israel is very few amount of cases that they actually that actually, actually says ended in go stone punishment. someone to yes death. <laughs> um and it's like for very 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 heinous crimes um mm-hmm. but uh but yeah like that's one of the things that i think we need to be talking about more and and really um, taking a stand on more in our culture. Um, and the main reason is if we're looking at this as a legal issue, if this is like a, something that's legal in our country and it shouldn't be right, we should be standing for the life of, of any person, right. No matter mm-hmm. why they're being killed unjustly. Yep. Um, and, uh, when we, when we look to prosecute, when we, we look, when we look to stop an abomination like this, when we look to stop like a crime like this, we have to use terms that are true. Um, and if we don't call abortion murder, then what are we saying? There isn't a murderer. Yeah. Or, or maybe when we switch that around, right? If there isn't a murderer, there was then, no there, murder. then there was no murder, right? Yeah. That That's the better way of saying it. Um, there have to be people that are brought to accountability for this. Mm-hmm. Um, both the mother who is willingly doing this or, you know, I guess in, in, there are cases in which like um, people are like literally forced to do so but it's those are very also very rare most abortions are done purely out of convenience mm-hmm. um and they're it's completely willing um and you can just check those statistics yeah. those are true um i mean i didn't say statistics but i just said more but well statistics know. are always false by definition because you can't actually get all right of the they're always approximate yes yeah um but anyway so um but right like um there's always in in every single case of abortion there is a person who has hired another person to murder a person it's a hitman right yes you're hiring a doctor who is supposed to save lives as a hitman yes and it's legal and it's Um, encouraged and so you're an accomplice to murder in that at that point right and anyone who like told you that you should go get this 
abortion, right? Like, yeah. and, and encourage it along. Like, you can that, be considered yeah. an accomplice. Because that, that's court the thing, law, right? Like, would be. If, yeah. yeah, in court of law, if we, mm-hmm. if we looked at this purely from a standpoint, if this was not an unborn child and it was literally just a person telling, like, tiring another person to murder someone, mm-hmm. and there are people around them who's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. You should really do that. I think that's for your own best, best well-being that you should hire that person to murder that other person. Yep. They would be considered an accomplice to murder. Yep. Um... And so we have to be consistent with yep. the terms that we're using and the way that we're approaching this as Christians, as people, um, in yep. in the the cultural sphere. Um, because if we don't, then at the end of the day, we can't be taken seriously. Because yep. if it's not, if there isn't a murderer, if there hasn't been a murder, and we're we're literally lining up our our viewpoints with every other person who is belittling the personhood of that unborn child. Yeah. Um, we're, we're saying, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that unborn child isn't as important mm-hmm. as a person who has been born. Yes. Because um, justice has to be done, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and if, if justice isn't done, if there isn't restitution, then, then it's, injustice. Know, it's injustice. Yeah. yeah. Um, something I want to say, I, I just, I keep thinking about if somebody is watching this and, and, and feels like they want to argue with us mm-hmm. about this. Um, we don't need to prove that abortion is wrong beyond the fact that a child in the womb is a human being according to science Mm -hmm. and according to the bible um what you would then have to prove is that there is somewhere in the bible where it is it is the where god said it is good for a mother to kill her child under specific circumstances Mm -hmm. um if you cannot find a verse that says that we don't need to say anything else besides the bible says that a, a a child in the womb is a human being um, right. and that's, and, and so you, what you either saying is there is logical reasons why the Bible is not true. Or what you're saying is I do not hold the Bible to be to, the ultimate, to the ultimate standard. Yeah. Um, that it, it, is, it isn't infallible that yeah. it, that it is fa- that, yeah, that it, that it isn't infallible. Then you're, then what you've, what you've done is said, I am not a Christian because I do not hold God's word above my own. I do not hold God's word above what I think about or what uh, life like, or what, yeah, what scientists think. think about life, about uh, what the, our culture thinks about life. You, we have two choices. You have man's word or God's word. And if God's word says that a human being in the womb is a person and that they have rights, um, then there's nothing you can ever say that will ever change any Christian's mind about it because mm-hmm. the Bible says so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, and that's all we need to say that, that is, that is the bottom line is if you cannot find a Bible verse that says it is right to do something, not that it says that, that not that it doesn't say that it's wrong or that it, it says it, it, uh, is a gray area that it says it is right because there is no such thing as a gray area in the Bible. The God, God says you're glorifying to him or it is sin. Right, and, and if we have the, the very clear commandment, thou shalt not murder, and mm-hmm. we also have very clear verses that are describing, know, describing the personhood of yes. a unborn mm-hmm. child, then we have to take those at face value. We have to, to have our understanding mm-hmm. be from those those things. And and then we there has to be another verse somewhere that mm-hmm. has a very specific instance of saying it's okay to, to kill an unborn mm-hmm. child in this yep. circumstance, but there is no verse yes. that says that. Um. So, so under any circumstance, um, we could talk about like the specific chances where it's like, oh, if it's the, the mother's life or the child's life that we know from, from studies that that is like not only the most rare thing on the planet, 
but since when would it ever be right? Yeah, in, 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 is, terms, is of, any... in terms of abortion statistics, like mm-hmm. the amount of abortions that have to be done right. are so incredibly rare. And also, and this has happened multiple, multiple times, um, where people have been told by doctors, yeah, your child is going to be deformed, your, your child is going to have yep. this sort of syndrome, or your child is going to risk, you know, endanger your life, and then it just hasn't happened because doctors are fallible, right? Yep. And and it, it to, to, to murder a person... Over a technicality, like over over like a you know a ten percent chance that something might go wrong, yep, um, is to prize your own convenience over yes, a yeah. Person's plus, life. then you're also saying that just because they might have an issue in their life that they'd have to deal with, you're saying that their life is less valuable just yeah. because of that, yep. exactly. and that's horrible in and of itself. Which mm-hmm. a lot of people who think abortion is okay would say that that's horrible. But then you apply it to this, and they're like, well, that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I can't remember not. what country this was, but there was, like, one country that was saying, like, um, because because of uh, this country's allowance of abortion, Down syndrome is now, like, non-existent in the country. Oh, and I was just like, whoa, whoa, well, whoa, how whoa. That hold good? on a minute. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. It's, seriously, it's like, okay, well, well, we have an entire generation of Down syndrome kids that were just murdered yep. so that no one was inconvenienced it, it, it does not inconvenience me that somebody has down syndrome why would that ever inconvenience me and why would i care if it did i mean that's the thing right it could inconvenience you in the sense that yeah right. like you'll have to help them and and they'll have trouble and difficulty like, right well yeah uh, functioning yeah. In society, uh, yes right? yes but in the sense that it's worth killing them over never like of never in a hundred million would be wrong. years right yeah um and yeah, and and this is the sort of thing though. Um, when we look at abortion, we look at um the reasons, the reasons that people justify it. It goes right back into every other system of dehumanization that has ever been done on this planet, mm-hmm. right? We look at Nazi Germany and and the dehumanization that they did of the Jews, of of paralyzed people, of of uh, homosexuals, anyone who didn't fit their perfect bill of health. Mm-hmm. Um, they do dehumanize those people, and thus it was okay. Mm-hmm. to murder them yep. same with chattel slavery in the united states of america right as soon as we we decided that they were not people or lesser people then it was okay to do the horrible things that we did to them because um you know it's fine they're not actual people they're not they're not real people and so it's fine to do these things that we wouldn't do to real people and that's that's literally how every injustice starts is we we devalue the life of a person mm-hmm. um and when we look at Scripture, every human being has equal value mm-hmm. in the sight of God. Um, they are all made in the image of God. And that means they have worth and value and beauty that is not, you know, that, that is completely contingent on their creator. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have absolutely no right. And that that's why murder is wrong. That's why stealing is wrong. That's why... Jesus commands us to love our neighbor, yeah. not, and that's that's why he doesn't command us to not, not uh, kill animals, is because they aren't made in the image of God, right? Yeah. It's not the same thing because they're just they're creatures that God has created for a purpose, and it's 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 different, and that's and that's why, um, we, we can look at these these specific cases and know in every instance that human life is precious to God in a way that it is not that any other life on the planet isn't um and that alone should be reason enough for any christian to immediately 
I mean, to, to follow the second commandment, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Love your neighbor as yourself. The second of the greatest commandments, which is just a distillation of the Ten Commandments, but yeah. Right. Um, uh, okay, so, so um, you, you start talking about dehumanization, yeah. um, especially, uh, uh, specifically with Hitler and homosexuals. What about in the Old Testament where the Bible commands the Israelites to stone homosexuals? You really want to get into this now? Well, I feel like I feel like I feel like we you've said it, so I feel like now we kind of have to. Uh, I mean, we okay. Um, well, I figured you just have an answer on the. I mean, I do have an answer, but you feel like it, it'll take two. No, it's just like it's a. I mean, it's I don't know. It's a complex issue, um, and I think so for Israel at that time. Um. I mean, okay, God's standard of holiness is 100%. Like, it's it's pure holiness. And so sin is dealt with, like, severely. Um, and and I, don't, I don't know necessarily God's specific reasoning in that culture, in that time and place, um, and, you know, his commandment to the Israels, the Israelites to, to, uh, to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, guess, I guess we should clarify that it was the same thing for people who committed adultery that it was right. for homosexuals okay, who committed okay, sexual okay. acts. That's yeah. a very yeah, yeah. okay. That's a really good <laughs> clarification to make. Okay. Yes. So it it wasn't being homosexual, right? It wasn't struggling with any sinful temptation. It was acting on sexual immorality in any yes. in any form. Okay. Yeah. It was that's, so that's that, easier to talk yes. about. Yes. Yeah. It, it was that they were so depraved that they were turning to that right to satisfy their sexual needs, and it was right. the same thing for adultery. Right. Uh, that is a hundred percent complete the exact same thing yep. in the sense of the law. Right. So, you know, a, a, a sexual act outs, you know, an immoral outside, sexual act yep. was committed, you know, that outs, that of outside of that being outside of marriage, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the Holy covenant that is almost like defined by sexual relations. Mm -hmm. Right. But with the other person, that's in the like, old Testament, there wasn't a ceremony is that was marriage. I mean, in the sense, of, well, not not that because no, not that that's not what I meant. But like that was, that was the consummation of marriage. Right, right, right. right. In the oh, sense yeah. that you weren't and, and, married until that happened. Right, and 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 in the same way, right. That's why, um, uh, in the the case of the the one law that says like if if you know a uh, a man and a woman like who aren't married like um have right. sex with each other, then they're commanded to marry each other. Right. Um, because that's why that's like what the point of it was, right? It's it's right. like okay, the best outcome that can come of this because you did sin is right. to now have you be married because right. you can work it out from there, right? And you can still honor and glorify God with this relationship if you honor each other in mm -hmm. in this bond, right? Right. Um, it doesn't mean that it wasn't sin when they did it because right. they hadn't committed to each other, but if they do now, then they can still mm -hmm. honor God with with the relationship. Um, Anyway, yeah, okay. Yeah. Just so I figured that would be yep, a, sure. a, a important um, clarification be, simply because you said that okay. specifically. Yeah. I, I was just thinking if somebody was watching this, that would right. be the first thing that came to their head. Mm -hmm. So, um, so what's another? I don't know. Where were we? I don't know. See, you completely derailed everything, Connor. <laughs> um, so one other thing I did want to touch on in terms of like um, abortion and, and how we should view it as Christians, what we should be talking about. Um, 
is uh, our view um, of uh, gosh, man, I can't remember what I was gonna say. I'm sorry. So obviously, yes, uh, abortion is murder. We should treat it as such. We should speak of it as such. Um, okay. All right. So I, I guess this would be something to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, if, okay. So we can all agree that the constitution gives the right to life. Yeah, I mean, um, it doesn't for, give the right to life; it affirms the right. To it life. affirms the right to life to every individual. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it, under, it, 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 yeah, it claims that you know this; these are inherent value, inherent yes. rights given by God to mm -hmm. all men, all people, um, and uh, no, only all men. Yeah. Oh gosh, um, uh, all people, and uh, that, uh, um, yeah, it should shall not be infringed upon, right? right. And, and that means the government shouldn't infringe upon it either, which right. Don't know if it's done the best job of that, but you know, right. it, it is what it is. Um, okay, so with that being said, now we we have that proved scientifically without the use of the Bible, and we what? also Wait, know what proved scientifically that that a baby is alive. Okay, because you didn't. Uh, oh there, yeah, I didn't, I didn't clarify. <laughs> yep, that was definitely not secondary. So, um, yeah, we have it affirmed. Scientifically. I thought you were saying like the 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 right to life. Yeah, yeah. And no, we have that to all people. We have it's that. Like, a, how is that scientifically yeah, no. proved? So we have we have that a child is affirmed. We know that as Christians from the Bible, but we yeah. also know that scientifically from a modern, uh, secular perspective, mm -hmm. that all unborn babies are one hundred percent human beings and they have a right to right. life. In, in that in 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 that of a few things, right? Like yes. all of the DNA, all the information to make a fully grown human person is, is present there. at the moment of conception. Yes. Um, so there's no, there's no actual like, uh, right. Like if, if we are trying to find humanhood, right. Personhood, um, what, what defines a person, right. And we have to define it as being a human being, mm -hmm. like how other way can we define it? Right. Because, um, as Jeff Durbin likes to, likes to talk about, there are only a few things that really differentiate a unborn child from a born child or any mm -hmm. other person who is outside of the womb, right? And it's location, size, level of development. Mm -hmm. And you can you can look to examples of those other things and and, and, and know that there are, those are not valid reasons to murder people, right? Yes. So you can say, okay, size. Well, are, are we just going to go kill midgets now? Is that a thing? Is it just because they are a certain size and then it's just okay? They're, they're not a person because of their, of their size? Like, that doesn't actually, like make any scientific or moral sense. Well, that's why they killed Goliath in the Old Testament. Oh, right. You're too big! Die! <laughs> um, you realize we're actually mocking Goliath the whole oh, time. Oh, goodness. Um, right, and then we have level development, right? Like, since when are we, we killing a, a person because they have a, they have lack of development in any area, right? Like, is it okay to just, like, leave your two-year-old on the side of the road now? Is that okay, right? It, you don't magically become a person when you become born, right? Um, and then also... Um, um, what was the other thing? It was size, level, development, and location. location. Yeah. Um, location, right? Like we, we don't kill people because of where they are. And there's, it, that's literally all it is. You're, oh, and then level of dependency is the fourth thing, right? Um, we don't kill old people. Exactly. Right. We don't kill. I mean, we shouldn't. Right. And there's a talk about euthanasia and the, like, you know, we should That's kill these people because too, yeah. of whatever. But like, there's, there's if you no justify reason. abortion, then you could also exactly. justify euthanasia or yeah. vice versa. Right. It doesn't you, you, you cannot argue away from a person's personhood using yes. any of those things, because just because a two year old is, you know, uh, uh, is uh, 
they're still dependent upon their mother. Yeah. Right. And because they are right. Like yeah. just like an unborn child, they're dependent upon your, if you just let your two year old, like leave them on the side of the road, they're going to die. Right. Unless someone right. takes care of them, they're going to die. Like right. they, they're not going to be able to take care of themselves. Um, and so, you know, since when is that okay? Since when is we as society decided that that's okay? So, so, okay. Ever? So yeah. So we have totally proved that hundred percent. Um, here's the thing. Shouldn't we as Christians then overthrow the government by, um, what's it called? By virtue of the Declaration of Independence, which says if the government does ever infringe upon these rights again, that American citizens not only have the uh, right, but the duty to the rest of the world and to America to overthrow the government. So we have that laid out in the Declaration of Independence. That's mm -hmm. why our country was started in the beginning, in the first place. Um, and also at the constitution that that is a life. Should we not then overthrow the government? Do you have a specific idea about this? About why to or why not? Uh, yeah. Well, we have never ever solved anything as Christians through, uh, war. Okay, good. I was, I was hoping that's where you're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like that's, that's ultimately the issue is that like, although the declaration of the end of the, the Declaration of Independence. Independence. No, the the Constitution. Constitution um, affords us that right, and 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 like talks about the, you know a government should like overthrow its Declaration its... of Independence. Declaration of Independence that. talks about that too. Yeah. yeah, but like you know, Second Amendment in the Constitution. That's that's kind of what that's, that's why about, it right? Like yep. why it exists is because you know, uh, the founding fathers wanted to institute a a, a a way for the citizenry to overthrow their government if it became corrupt. Yep, corrupt. But again, that's a that's not the Bible, right? And, yes. You know, the Bible says we are a kingdom of not of this world, right? Like we yep. we don't use the same we don't means. Care. We don't care. There, there is no type of loyalty for us as Christians to this government, right? Like we uh, ultimately we are not American citizens. We are no. citizens of heaven, right? We are citizens yeah. of the kingdom of God. Um, should we respect our government? Yes, because it is God ordained. Right. Should we be loyal to our government? Absolutely not. Not none in that not in that sense, right? Like right. In, in the sense that, like, obviously, yeah, we are we are citizens of a different government entirely, right? Yes. And that's the government of Jesus Christ. Um, and so, yeah, like, even though the, you know, the Constitution or in the Declaration of Independence talk about this as a concept that we should you know, overthrow your government if if like it it gets a, becomes corrupt. Yeah, that would be something that American citizens could do. Yeah, lawfully, that would they could lawfully do that, and it would not be wrong, because that would be a part of the Constitution. That's what they're supposed to do. I'm sure there would be people who would argue on you on that point who yes. are like, you know, people who read the Constitution in depth and whatever, like right, law scholars I, or whatever. But yeah, so so they could finagle a way around that, but <laughs> I it seems yeah I, 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 I agree, <laughs> but, but yeah the idea I think here and, and Carly you can tell us if you agree or disagree with this, but like. Um, I think it's pretty clear for us as Christians that um, uh, that that's not the means by which we um, institute change in mm -hmm. our world, right? Like we're called to preach the gospel and that's the way that change is supposed to occur. Um, and then also, I don't think like America being the notable exception and only under very specific circumstances that luckily worked out in our favor, revolution usually doesn't make things better. French Revolution mm -hmm. is my prime example. Yeah, right? French Revolution. <laughs> exactly, right? Like, the Bolshevik Revolution. Like, any of those. Like, it just... And, and, and like, if we did do that, right? Like, when do, when do we get to... Yeah, when do we get to a point where we can point a gun at someone and, and just murder them because, okay, we're overthrowing our government and anyone who gets in our way, we get to murder them, mm -hmm. right? When, what, 
when does the the magical light turn on that's like all right you can murder these people now because right. they're standing in your way to overthrowing this government right like are we going to murder every single government official is that what's going to happen right like mm-hmm. where how, how would that even occur how would we do this at all i mean my my solution would be we secede in right. the sense See, that, that we are america thing this is what we're going to do and Absolutely. this american government cannot force us to do anything Absolutely. and if you try to take our stuff that is an act of war, and we would be defending ourselves. Absolutely. And then you're playing a defensive war. See, now we're just back to the Civil War, guys. Yep. <laughs> this is why the Civil War was bad. So, so yeah. if if so if certain states wanted to say no, abortion is evil, and I will not be a part of this, they could totally do that. They could secede, and then we, as American citizens, could have the legal right to defend ourselves and our property yeah. against the American government. Yes. And we would just become our own thing, and that would be the Christian way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because you're not resorting to attacking and violence yep. and taking away somebody else's right i i, I do... firmly believe in in my study of scripture and um and deep introspection about this i i do only believe the only possible justification for war mm-hmm. is defense mm-hmm. the, and i i, I so, can't think of another way that so that here would be, be the done. argument we would be defending those children no we wouldn't wouldn't we no we would be doing an offensive against like if, if our actual goal was to overtake the government that right. would be an offensive war if right. they but, were attacking but us, we're in defense of those children that are being murdered no but in we're that defending case, again, their rights we just secede we just let we don't let them murder children right well, we don't let them murder our children but they're still murdering their children and we shouldn't be able to do anything about that yes we should not do things about that because again, that's okay. <laughs> this is this is getting into this whole other conversation about war <laughs> that I'm not sure we we have the scope to talk about right now. Um, but my personal uh, reading of scripture and, and looking at it and what I what I do believe that scripture says, and a lot of other people would agree with me on this. That doesn't that is irrelevant to your point. That a lot of other people would agree with you on. No, I'm just saying I'm I not. Know. This I isn't know. coming out of thin air. I'm I just know. saying like I know. biblical scholars would. I know. I was just trying to and, and said like. I'm sorry. That there isn't there isn't a reason for for Christians ever to to overtake to 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 do an offensive war on anyone, mm-hmm. and uh, like it's very specifically defense. If an invading army is attacking you, you can't you can't finagle this whole thing about like oh they're attacking our children through abortion. Yes, they're murdering children, and we should prosecute them for murder. But they're not going to war against us right yeah right? we should as a government prosecute them for murder yes. but we cannot kill them for wanting to kill their children uh we do not have the the right to do that because they are not submitting to our government yes that is the whole issue that uh, america has had since i mean basically the civil war is we've just decided that we get to be the police of the world and we're just mm-hmm. going to go wherever we want and murder a bunch of people because we claim that Bad things are happening there, and we can make it better. Mm-hmm. In every single case, it has not made it better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we can objectively look at this, like the Vietnam War, for example. Um, hey, we got more oil in a lot of these wars, so I'd say that makes things better. <laughs> See, that's that's my entire point. Anyway. <laughs> it made things better for me, yeah, so clearly exactly. it's better, Caleb. Anyway, this is we're getting off topic here. Yeah, we are. Um, Carly, do you have any thoughts about anything we just said or talked about? Um, I mean, going back to the whole, um, you know, stripping babies in the womb of their humanity, um, we, right now in world history, I'm learning about the Holocaust, about World War II, and it's very interesting to see how, um, 
how people often don't even think that these two things correlate at all. Mm -hmm. And um, in one of the the videos we watched in class was um, uh, an interview with, I forget his name, but the, one of the guys that survived Auschwitz. Auschwitz? I don't know how to say that right. Auschwitz. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, and it was Oprah and him walking around Auschwitz. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so he was talking about how they had killed so many young people that, um, you know, he was saying how many of these people, if they had lived, would have changed the world so much if they had even gotten the chance. And if you think about that concerning abortion, well, if they had even gotten the chance to live, like to live outside of the womb and grow up and be mm -hmm. a human being, mm -hmm. like, according to everyone else's standards, then, like, what good could have they, could they have done in the world? And mm -hmm. so. Right. We, we look at like things, I, I think I've seen like a meme or, or something somewhere where it was just like, um, you know, uh, we would have cured cancer by now, but we, 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 we aborted the, the <laughs> scientist who was going to discover the cure. Right. Like that sort of thing. I like that idea. But we have figured out what the the oh I know I, I know what you're uh, yeah that's okay. a whole other conversation <laughs> okay yep <laughs> um right but it's the idea that like yeah exactly as you're saying right like how much more good could be done in the world how much right. more how many more people would have um had the pre the gospel preached to them became yeah. Christians and preached the gospel to other people right like and, mm -hmm. and done so many great things for the Lord um if uh you know if they were allowed to to live. Um, and you know, you know that, um, like just, just, okay. So if we go back to like, um, uh, the pagan nations that were surrounding Israel, right? Like this is exactly the same thing that was happening there. Um, the, the pagan nations of, uh, around Israel were sacrificing their children to the God Molech. Um, they would put them in a fire. Um, they're, they're newborn infants. They would just throw them in a fire and, uh, you know, to the fertility God so that he would give them like a good harvest. Mm -hmm. So how how is it different for us to murder a child in the name of us being able to live a better life better life yeah. without them right it's it's the, it's the exact same thing except the god we are uh, sacrificing these children to is the god of ourselves or the god of the american government or that that too one of the yeah. two <laughs> Right or and, or or whatever I'm not and yeah. yeah right like everyone has a worldview everyone has something they're worshiping as we mm -hmm. you know Kyle Edelman would say right like we all worship something mm -hmm. um and if it's not God it's like ourselves or you know uh the government right you know whatever whatever it is um we are giving more importance and credence to those things than God mm -hmm. and when God says this is murder you justify it not being murder by putting something else in the place of God and yep. then having that God tell you whether or not it's yourself or something else that, you know, it's actually okay. Mm -hmm. And then you can justify it to yourself. Um, so one of the thing I do want to touch on is the idea of, um, one of the things that Apologia talks about a lot is the current like state of, um, of abortion in our country and the things that we can do mm -hmm. to combat it. Um, and as you were kind of touching on earlier with the seceding, <laughs> from from uh having a state secede from from the union um that's the sort of thing that we have to like be pushing for radically like if we can't actually just um 
end abortion end in abortion America. in America, then the next best thing is to end abortion in a state, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's and that's one of the things that they talked about a lot is Roe versus Wade. When you really get down to it, and you can you can look at them for look at their resources for more information on this, mm-hmm. but I'll give you the, the simple rundown on it. I mean, Roe versus Wade was a specific pronouncement by a specific judge who made an interpretation of the Constitution favoring the murder of these children, basically saying, you know, it, they don't count as people according to these, you know, the Constitution and its right to life. That's all it was. It was a law. It was mm-hmm. not even really anything else but a, just a specific interpretation of a specific court case. Yep. Um, and you us, could, you yeah. could then, if a certain co- other court case came up, though, they could flag it as we already had this it's 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 whatever because of uh, one judge already has declared it okay right but they they don't have a legal precedence to just automatically yes. say so that would still, there still be a legal battle in which yes. they would they would have to like use that as evidence right mm-hmm. to to prove yes. that this is to prove that this court case does not need to happen but right. there would still have to be a court case yeah um but uh, the thing here right to 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 remember is um Roe versus Wade is not a law mm-hmm. and so that means that means that any state can could yeah. yeah any any state can make a law a state law yep. that says abortion, abortion is, legal. is legal and that would be legal and that would be awesome <laughs> it would be legal good, for them right? to do that they could do that yeah the the problem in our current situation and this is the thing that I have a problem with in the pro life movement and and this is why I think um the the work that the, that apology is doing with and abortion now and the stuff they're doing is so important is because we have um, given it the idea of incrementalism that it's okay to just creep up this these abortion this abortion legislation to try to save some babies, but ultimately leave abortion legal yep. in in states. And the the problem that's creating and Jeff Durbin goes into incredible detail about this on the various podcasts and stuff <laughs> we've done on abortion. Um, he's talked about those laws that we are instituting, um, that the pro-life movement is instituting in, in states that basically say, right, like, you can kill your child, but only at these certain times. Or, you know, yep. it's, it's illegal to kill your child unless this specific case. We're what, pushing it more and more towards abortion is illegal, but we have never actually made it illegal. So then right. what we're doing is is just doing the same exact thing that they're doing and saying it's okay under these circumstances. Yes. And we're compromising and seeing that as a win. And that is And the, the main problem that's in, that's happening because of those legislations is that if Roe versus Wade was overturned, if we had a new, new court case and they, they did another referendum, right, where it was like, mm-hmm. okay, we've decided, this judge has decided, like the Supreme Court has decided, um, the Supreme Court has decided, like, right, like, uh, this is is a child. Uh, this is a person. You can't kill them anymore. Every single state that has this incremental leg- legislation in those states, abortion would still be legal because of the laws we put on the books yep. as the pro life movement. Um, because we've said abortion is okay mm-hmm. except under these circumstances. But when Roe versus Wade goes away, if it does, I'm not saying it would. That means all of those states have still legalized abortion in their states. Yep. Um, and a court so case the changes only, nothing to yeah, our government. The only good law, as a reference in reference to abortion, is going to be killing a person in any stage of life in any location is wrong, mm-hmm. right? Murdering murder is wrong in in, in every situation, um, and that's the only thing that you know when when Roe vs Wade 
gets overturned will actually you know continue to 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 make abortion illegal um instead we're basically just creating more instances in which more children can die mm-hmm. um in the future and the problem with that and, and like there there will be arguments right like we are like you know th- their lives are being saved here or whatever the problem here is that we are all, all we're doing ultimately in the political realm is we are teaching politicians that it's okay to not treat abortion with the severity mm-hmm. that we should mm-hmm. um and that means that republican politicians will continue getting voted into office for the sole purpose of stalling the pro-life movement yep right because if if a, a state outlawed abortion completely and utterly the entire pro-life fa- uh, platform for getting votes would crumble because there wouldn't be any need to institute those those legislations anymore and so the only reason that the those politicians exist in this current political sphere is to continue playing the stalling game so that they can continue being elected into office mm-hmm. so that they continue putting these abortion legislations on 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 the record so that more babies can continue to die mm-hmm. luckily there are a few people um and apology apologias has have interviews with few people actual like legislators who are trying to mm-hmm. legit just get it overturned in, in in a state level and that's that's what we have to be fighting for if we're, if we're looking at the political sphere if we're looking at um the uh the legal sphere and the things that we can do as christians we need to be um pushing our legislators pushing our politicians in in this on the state level to try to pass bills that will completely and utterly outlaw abortion in every instance mm-hmm. utterly and completely because we do have that right at this as the state and that's how the american government was supposed to function uh, the federal government mm-hmm. has has got has overreached its power incredibly much um compared to what the founding fathers meant for it to have um and this has created so many different problems um with wide sweeping policy ch- policies um, being instituted by the federal government where the states were supposed to have that power um yep. right and 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 this is this comes to my back to my view of government and and how um no not your view of government the bible's view of government. right the bible view of government i mean i didn't want yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the government believe... has to be uh community focused and voluntary and voluntary yes. right so that you you don't have um these these white sweeping changes where um you're forcing people to pay with their money th- to pay for the murder of unborn children yes right if we have a, a a governmental system that encourages competition between states and um where laws are part of that competition right then we have a great system which can actually give us what we as the people in communities want from our government which right like so we if we have a state that just lays down the law and says pro-life we or will not kill our children right then we have a situation in which us as as christians and and pro-life people can be like awesome let's move to that state yep right let's all go to that state because that's a state i want to be a part of right that that's a governmental system which i could be a part of and be okay with them you know, you know, actually giving giving my tax dollars to a, a, a state that will um, uphold values that I deem are good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so so that yeah. that's one I wanted to and, kind of touch on. And what I wanted to, to clarify earlier was, um, if we don't think that this that 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 view of government or this view of abortion or whatever is the biblical view, we're not talking mm-hmm. about it, and we're not going to tell you that it's right. If that's our opinion then who cares 
But if we believe that it is what the Bible says, then it means everything and it means way more than your feelings. It means way more than any type of logic or science that you could possibly find. And we means way more than anything ever because it's theology. And theology is of the utmost importance because it's the only thing that we know is true and is what God has told us through his word. Right. And um, so, so what does theology mean? Study of God. Yes. So and God and how he relates to everything. Right. Yes. And so if God, God has a say and God has a, a plan and a purpose for every sphere of life, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus is king over all of those things because of his death and resurrection, uh, death on the cross and resurrection. Uh, he has conquered death, conquered sin. He has now been given or, you know, a seat at the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. He has been given dominion over the earth, mm-hmm. which means that every sphere in on the earth is under his dominion, under his control. And that means we as Christians, our job as members of the kingdom of God to uh, redeem culture and bring it, un- bring it under the standards that Jesus would have us mm-hmm. um, have us uh, apply. And that includes abortion and that includes our view of how government should be mm-hmm. um, handled and executed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to not only not only should we have a, a view on these things, we have to if we're going to be um, uh, what's it called? I want to say worthy. Consistent? But what? Consistent? Well, yes. Consistent with theology, yes. But if, if we are going to be uh, faithful... Faithful, that's a good word. Yes, faithful stewards, stewards of uh, the Bible. If we're going to be faithfully handling the word of God, then we have to have um, a biblical view on all of those things. We have to search in the Bible and say, this is what the Bible says about the government. This is what the Bible says about end times. This is what the Bible says about abortion. This is what the Bible says about art. And we have to find all of those things because or else we're going off of man's word or opinion or our word and opinion. And what we're doing is we're saying, this is what I think. And I'm glorifying myself with this. And then it's mm-hmm. sin. One of the things that Apologia likes to talk about a lot is that we are, we as Christians are called to be prophets to our government. Yeah. Prophets to the to the political sphere, right? So, in the yes, same we're way supposed that, to tell them what is going to happen in the, the future. Bible, yes, what the Bible? Yes, what No, no. What's going to happen in the future if we do not follow God's standards, yes. right? That and that's really what like Isaiah and and uh, all of the other prophets in the Old Testament were doing to the nation of Israel, right? They were yes. like, guys, this is what will happen if we do not repent and follow follow God. But right? here's the difference: if I'm a prophet. I'm not getting weird messages in my head right. or weird dreams. If I'm a prophet, I'm reading what the Bible says and the Bible is closed and there are no more apostles. So therefore yeah. the Bible is all we got. And if I'm going to prophesy, I'm telling you what the Bible says. Right. And that's, yeah, that's, a different, that's the difference between um, a mental prof- illness. And, no, no, no. Hold uh, I was going to say that's the difference between prophets in the Old and New Testament times, like when, when those were being written and prophets now is that, you know, we were all speaking, we're all speaking the word of God, yes. but they were speaking word of God that was being, being given directly to them from God. And we are yes. speaking the word of God that was given to them. Yes. We're just reiterating their words, yes. um, you know, God's words. And so, right, like our, our and, and, and I'd like to, to specify when we talk about the ways in which we should, like, we're, we're part of the kingdom of God and we want to bring under Jesus' dominion every sphere of life. Yes. We remember what means we do that. Um, and the verse I like to go back to is um, when uh, when it says uh, we are more than conquerors, um, uh, and I can't I can never remember the rest of the verse. What how did the verse go? We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Right, yeah. and yeah, what are the, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that's guess, my best guess. Yeah. I don't know. Something, it was, it, yeah, right. It, but it's the idea that um, if you look at the, like the very specific wording there, right? Like, why why does it say more than conquerors? It's because we conquer 
but with the word of God, with means that are not violence. We, we do not use the means of the world to conquer, right? but rather we use um, uh, the virtues of, of that, you know, the, the fruit of the spirit, the, the, the means of the gospel and, um, and the ways that Jesus has, has commanded. Like we use our love of God and our love of neighbor to conquer, right? In, in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are our means. We, we are not given uh, purview to um, make a, christian totalitarian government that makes christianity the state religion and forces everyone to live under biblical standards what we do is we preach the gospel to all the nations and then when that nation is filled with christian people they will look at the word of god and be like we should live like this Mm -hmm. because that's how that's god's work that's how god does this um the the it's not us who does it sorry but uh, the verse references Romans eight thirty seven. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God and Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, in all these things, uh, I guess in context, it's shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword. Um, or, or no, I'm sorry. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Right, and that and that's that's such a pertinent verse to what we're just talking about too, right? Because, um, in a situation like that, right, where we're being persecuted and killed as Christians, um, what does Jesus tell us to do? He doesn't tell us to overthrow. Throw our down government. our sword. Right. <laughs> no, that's the thing. He doesn't tell us to overthrow our government. He tells us to be you know he tells us to be conquerors through love right um to to preach the gospel to be loving to be christians and god will work out the details yeah. right what can what can separate us from the love of god like that's all we need right mm-hmm. so so why do we care about any of these other things right can war separate us from god no so it's fine mm-hmm. right and what I really should have said at the at, at, at there was throw down our sword and not cut off that priest's ear. <laughs> right. No, it, it was the uh, servant. Oh, the servant's servant ear. Yeah. 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 Sorry, servant to the high priest. Yeah. So Malchus. I mean, his name. in all reality, he's don't even remember him. his name, man. No. <laughs> it's okay. Um. Anyway, yeah. So there's there's a lot. Carly, do you have any have any other thoughts here? No, Connor and I have been. So. <laughs> you guys always say everything that i would think to say so <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah see, we're at, we're see that's thing. good but then but then you just jump in and be like i want to say this part <laughs> the problem is the delay yeah. is the it's issue. true yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> so i'm trying i'm trying to think of uh any other any other things you want to yeah so i i just want to exhort like the the main reason we're doing this podcast right is i mean this is a podcast usually for christian artists who like that's that's what we do this for. Yeah. Um, and so you as a Christian artist, right? Um, take these things seriously, right? Like abortion is an incredibly important issue in our country right now, if you're an American. Yeah, um, like write a song about it or something. Segue. I mean seriously. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um but, but right, like that's the thing, right? Like th- these are important issues. Um look up Apologia Radio, look up end up end abortion now um dot com. Um get your local church partnered if there if there is a a um a abortion facility near your church yeah. um get Go your at it. get your church partnered with them get the resources because it's they're free right like you you get these resources from an abortion now they're, they're sponsored by donations yeah. they give out these 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 uh, resources go go be a prophetic voice to those people in in your community um preach to them the love of christ um not only preach to them that 
abortion is wrong, but also preach, preach to them that Jesus forgives people who do wrong things, right? Um, don't, don't just give them a message of, of, of like hopelessness, right? Don't just say, you're, you know, this is evil and you're going to hell. Also tell them, listen, but you can repent, right? God, God forgives 70 times, 70 times, right? Yeah, but it's it you go past that. <laughs> no, but that's the thing, right? Like, uh, Jesus forgives and he, you know, he will do so if you call out on repentance and, and come to him in, in faith. And that's one of the most important things to remember about this, right? We want to be super serious. We want to be super truthful and bold with how evil abortion is yes. and how evil an act it is for a person to murder their child or hire someone to murder their child. That is evil. And we should call that out for the evil that it is. But we also have to remember, so were some of us. So were yes. all of us, right? Like we were all people who did evil, heinous things. We are still people who do evil, heinous things. And we still have to repent daily of, of evil things that we do. Um, and, but Jesus is yes. faithful to forgive and be an advocate for the father for us. Um, and uh, be the propitiation for our sins. Yes. You, we always have to remember that or else, we can very easily preach at a bunch of people without love. Um, because we can be the Westboro Baptist Church and tell people they're going to hell right. um, without <laughs> telling without, them without about showing them Jesus. compassion and saying, but Christ has saved me, a wretch like me, and so of course he can save a wretch like you. Yep. So repent. Right. Okay, cool. So um, I think what we'll kind of uh get into the end section here with so i as i mentioned earlier i wrote a song um probably about a year ago now i don't i don't remember exactly when i wrote this but basically whenever an oh, abortion now started yeah a, real, real quick okay. before we play the song mm -hmm. literally i just want to wait say one sentence yep, uh please adopt yeah mm -hmm. that's all i'm gonna say about abortion if you're pro-life just please adopt right all right now we're, let's sing your song <laughs> um but yeah so uh basically yeah i i, I named this song end it now um, and, and yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll play, we'll play it for you. And then, so Carly, if you want to jump on the, the Twitch stream so you can, you can hear it cause you won't be able to hear okay. it um, yeah. on, oh, I see. on here. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then I, I, or just I could on. just put my headphones up to the microphone. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's a bad idea. Cause yeah. then they would I know, get, I know, I know, I know. um, but yeah, so, uh, we'll play it and then I, I want to talk, kind of talk about why I wrote it, some of the lines that were in it, um, what I was thinking when I wrote it. And then, um, we'll, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on it, um, as well. So, uh, let's go ahead and play, uh, end it now. When will the blood stop pouring? When will the fear be gone? When will we stop assuring those who kill these little ones that it's okay? My heart, it breaks. Please see it on my face. We have so much blood on our hands. We can erase the past, surely we can change, but it has to start with our hearts. We have to know who we are. Home. 
seasons change Winter gives to spring But our hearts are cold Please I just want to be Better than this frost That's laid plain to me Like the water I was baptized in In this light I drown my selfishness And that is the way that it starts With the abandonment of my artificial heart So what do we make of this? Are we hit or miss? Is there still a chance to change the world? Well, I believe that God is good And I believe that He is Lord over everything Even our brokenness Oh, I believe there is a chance No, I believe there is more than a chance Yeah, that God I serve is the Lord of life yeah, he conquered death, he conquered all So if you say It's a foolish cause I'll look you in the face and say you're wrong Jesus Christ He rules the world To him be dominion forever and ever Jesus Christ, He rules the world. To Him be dominion forever and ever. Jesus Christ, He rules the world. To Him be dominion forever and ever. Jesus Christ. He rules the world To Him be dominion forever and ever Whoever plans to do evil will be called a schemer The devising of folly is sin And the scoffer is an abomination to mankind If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Rescue those who are being taken away to death. Hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. 
if you say, Behold, we did not know this. Does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who keeps watch over your soul know it? And will he not repay man according to his work? I was gonna say a couple of things. So what did you guys think? I was almost crying. Oh no. <laughs> it was so yeah. good. Thank you. Uh, I've already heard it before, so you know. <laughs> going. Um, uh, yeah. I, I I just wanted to read a verse because I thought of it after that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Isaiah five twenty. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who mm -hmm. put darkness for light and light for darkness, mm -hmm. but bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight. Yeah, so the verses that I read at the very end, uh, it's Proverbs 24. Um, that's where those those verses are. Okay. I, I was going to ask that question too yep. next. Um, yeah, and so, like, what what did you guys, like, did anything jump out to you? Anything you want to comment about it? Before I just kind of, like, talk about... How many layers did you have to do for your voices? A lot. <laughs> Like, Very um, much reminded me of, of a cross between Sleeping at Last and Old 21 Pilots. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, Sleeping at Last has definitely influenced a lot of my music, so it's understandable that <laughs> that stuff will sound like it, for sure. Um, yeah, and so that's, like, I think I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to put that on, on my website now that it kind of went out yes. into the world. Now. <laughs> Uh, I meant to do it because, like, when I originally wrote it, like, we were planning on, like, doing a podcast about it, and then I was going to, like, make this whole thing about it. But I guess, you know, we're talking about it now, so I, I'll, I'll put it up now. But now it's it's been, like, a year since I wrote it. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, like, basically I wrote that immediately after, like, seeing the stuff that Apologia was doing in End Abortion Now, and I just, like, got really convicted. And I was just like, wow, this is really important holy crap, like, this is really, really important. And I, I've been, like, forgetting how important it is. Mm -hmm. Because, something, you know, you, a lot of times you can just be like, oh, okay, you know, obviously, yeah, abortion's wrong, but, you know, there's not much we can do about it, really, and, you know, whatever. Um, and then there will also be, you know, there will be a lot of people, um, and, you know, people still who I'll talk to, and, and they'll be like, yeah, I don't think abortion's ever really going to end in this country. And I'm just like, dude, you don't have enough faith in Jesus, right? Like, 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 how, what, what a low view of Jesus that is. That... Well, okay, I guess that's not okay. By saying that's a low view of Jesus, that it might not. It would be weird to say that he can't would be something else entirely. Um, but right, at the but same it's, time, it's the thing is, I don't think it will ever happen. That's what they said, right? That that abortion will ever end in America, it might not happen. I think it will. And I think that we should always strive to do it, even if we think it is impossible. Well, I mean, but okay, we don't know the future. Are, are you saying like that, basically, like under this current governmental system, you don't think it will ever happen? I don't know. It, I'm, no, I'm saying it's a or possibility. Are you saying, 
Like I'm saying that on in, in the continental North America, it will never happen. I'm in all talking. Of human no, history. I'm talking about this specific. Right. Exactly. System, and that's yeah. that's the difference, right? right? Like no, on this earth, it will stop. Yes. Hundred percent. It that's is a, going to okay. because Jesus <laughs> is going to establish the New Jerusalem. Yeah. So for sure, it's going to end, but. But whether or not America will end before it gets the chance right. to right. is, I, you know, that's not in our hands. That's God's will. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess what I just want sure. to Yeah, as long as we're, we're doing yeah. that specific specification there. Yeah. Um, but well, that's the thing, right? Like, tonight. a lot of people will still say, right, like, um, in on this earth, right, like, abortion will never end, like, you know, whatever. That's, um, yeah, that is a lack of faith in our God. Yeah, right. For it, sure. It's, the, it's that, the idea of, okay, if, 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 if Jesus had us pray... Lord, you know, Father, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What is God's will for abortion? That for it, it ends, ends. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it, and if we're praying for that, um, then and, we should and, be acting and, upon it. And as well. God says, whatever you ask according to the Father's will, it will be given to you. Right, right. <laughs> like seriously, and and to have faith in what we pray for, yeah. to believe that God is going to do it. Yeah. So if we're going to pray for it, we should believe that it's going to happen and we should be praying for it because it is God's will for it to end. And it all comes back to you. He shall have dominion by Kenneth Gentry. <laughs> all right. No, it all comes back to the Bible. Exactly. Because this is an exegesis of the Bible. Okay, right. But but it's not right. the Bible. But anyway, so so I, I kind of want to talk about like a, a few of the things that I, I kind of touched on there, right? So of, of course, at first, you know, I say, when will the blood stop pouring? When will the fear be gone? When will we stop assuring those who kill these little one that it's okay? So obviously it's like, I'm lamenting over the fact that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And then I'm lamenting over the fact that we aren't calling it out for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my heart, it breaks with sin on my face. We have so much blood on our hands. We can't erase the past, but surely we can change, but it has to start with our hearts. We have to know who we are. Um, and you know, this is like an encapsulation of everything we've been talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, Right. And so it's the idea that, you know, we, it has we, to start with us. It has to start coming face to face with our sin and repenting and repenting. Right. Yeah. And of our, of our sin of the gospel in completely changing our hearts. Right. We have to, we have to be responding to the gospel. And, and that's really what I'm saying, right? Like it's not, I'm not saying that like superficial means or the legal system will change this. I'm saying right. it has to start with heart change first and then these things can happen. Um, and then I, and then I, I go, and this is a very personal like passage for me um writing about this because as i was and i'm i'm really getting convicted right now listening to this song again knowing the passion that i had a year Uh, ago and realizing that i haven't lived up to it um because well i mean we don't have an abortion clinic near us that we can actually no no no, i'm not saying that necessarily okay just the in the in the the general sense because i know we we talked about a couple weeks ago right about the um uh uh i mean i don't nearly study my bible nearly as much as you two do um and i've been convicted by that too right and this is another bit of conviction for me in in the sense that like from yourself if it has to start with our (laughs) hearts we have to know who we are i i have to be repenting much more you know and and then being in study much more be praying much more than i am doing i need to Mm. be better with all of these things with like the entire shebang right before God could do a work in my heart and use right. me to to change anything. Um, and so these next verses that I wrote, it was, oh, how seasons change. Winter gets, gives to spring, but our hearts are cold. Please, I just want to be better than this frost that's laid claim to me. Oh, I just want to be above the winds of time, above the hands of fate. But I know that this is what we'll see, and this is what we'll get, if this is all we'll be. 
I know the dark has had its way inside my heart, but this is the day that it ends. Like the water I was baptized in, in this light I drown my selfishness, and that is the way that it starts, with the abandonment of my artificial heart. <laughs> and that was very much like me in that specific time of my life, like being like, wow. Like, and, and you can, you know, one of the things that I've been struggling with a lot lately is knowing that I, I talk a big talk, but do I walk a big walk? And I think I, I get much too caught up in the day-to-day minutiae and stress of my day-to-day life to really be living intentionally like I should with just everything around me. I often just get caught in like the, the routine trap of like, okay, well, I'm done with school for the day. I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. I should really just relax now, right? Yeah. And then that's all I do. And then I, I'm not intentionally trying to do everything to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I like, even tonight, like, I don't think this was a, a good, uh, like one of the, my best days in terms of just like, like, uh, selfishness and, and things that I've been struggling with. Right. And, and like, I literally had like an existential crisis, like before we started the podcast, I'm like, this is so important. Like, uh. I don't feel like I'm worthy to even talk about this right mm. now because like, I feel just, I'm not in the right place to, give this any because i feel like a hypocrite like all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> right for not doing better than i that i i could be um and i i don't i don't i'm not saying that because like it's it's this like legalistic thing in my heart where i i, I like i am doing fine and i'm just like being legalis- legalistic with myself i know that there are a lot of things that i really need to work on to be on the standard for growing in sanctification like i should um and so, like, literally going through these verses right now and looking at these, I'm like, wow, like, thanks past me for, like, <laughs> giving me the conviction that I need right now. Um, because, like, I was, like, it was the same situation then, right, where I was like, wow, I know the dark has had its way inside my heart, but this is the day that it ends. Like, I had that much conviction in that moment where I was like, this, I have to be better with every, the, the way I'm living my life, the way I'm presenting myself, the the lackluster in which I'm viewing God as all sufficient for everything in my life and the the object of my affections. Mm-hmm. Like this has to be the day that it ends because I can't go around being like, guys, theology is so important. Guys, mm-hmm. we have to be learning about these things. Guys, like murder is wrong, all these things, right? Like we have to like be looking at these things very importantly and like preaching prophetically to the culture. And then ignore the prophetic preaching to my own heart mm-hmm. of, okay, I need to live the same way that I am calling everyone else to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say that I'm like going out murdering people, right? But like right. I have murder in my heart, right? And, and it's God views those the same way. Um, maybe not in restitution, right? Maybe not in, in a legal sense, but in a, um, in a spiritual, spiritual sense, sense, of course. Um, so technically a legal sense then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fair. Spiritual legal sense. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I, I continue on with, you know, so what do we make of this? Are we hit or miss? Is there still a chance to change the world? And that, you know, speaking to myself and to the people who are, like, doubting, uh, proverbially, proverbially, proverbially doubting that abortion can can end um, in this earth, on this earth. You know, um, I believe that God is good, and I believe that he's Lord over everything, even our brokenness, um, right? And so he's still going to use not only all of our brokenness, but my brokenness specifically. And, and that's something that I've, I've thought about a lot. And, um, over time, right? Like, obviously we are completely responsible for our sin. 
every single time we do it. But ultimately, also, it was ordained that we would sin in that moment. And God is still using that, that evil thing that we just did mm-hmm. to glorify him somehow, mm-hmm. right? And whether or not that's the amount of grace that he's showing me <laughs> for mm-hmm. for me continually to live in a way that doesn't please God and, and you know, just because we all sin all the time every day, um, or whether it's me, you know, it's part of my growing in sanctification and learning to be a better Christian. It does give me, like, the sovereignty of God is the only thing that really keeps me going throughout any day and looking at and being like, okay, even though this was not a good day, right? Mm-hmm. It was God's day. Mm-hmm. And so he did good with it. Um, and then I continue out this song with, Oh, I believe there is a chance. No, I believe there's more than a chance. Yeah, the God I serve is the Lord of life. He conquered death. He conquered all. So if you say it's a foolish cause, I'll look you in the face and say you're wrong. Jesus Christ, he rules the world. To him be dominion forever and ever. Ta-da! He shall have dominion. <laughs> you hadn't even read that book yet. I hadn't even read that book yet, yeah. Wow. Um, but I've been very, be, being very influenced by Apologia's, like, general, like, sense of optimism about, <laughs> right, about the world and Jesus' dominion over it, so... Um, but yeah, so, um, that's kind of what I want to talk about. Cause I, I was just like listening to that song again and like thinking about my feelings when I wrote the song and mm-hmm. like how it's changed now, um, like the situation. Um, and so let that be, yeah, let be a challenge to, to the listeners, uh, you guys, um, change has to start with our hearts mm-hmm. and ultimately it has to start with your heart first, right? Because you have to make sure that you're right with God, that you're, mm-hmm. Um, walking in sanctification like you should find accountability find people around you who can help you be better and then you can in turn preach the gospel to others help them to be better right and in walking in sanctification and then together with jesus right you can change the world um and now carly is sideways hello (laughs) there we go (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's all I had, I had to say. Um, you guys have any, any? Do you guys have any other thoughts? Um, I off of off of you talking about your existential crisis and mm-hmm. and and whatever. I mean, just I uh, things. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's fine. <just> <laughs> <laughs> um, well, of you talking about that kind of stuff, I also recently have been like uh, listening to music more than uh, uh when i could have been listening to to podcasts and studying god's word more mm. and just today actually and well and yesterday because of going to church and remembering how much i love studying theology i was like darn it i feel like i've been wasting time and like getting depressed because i am you know feeling like i should relax more and then i sit there and i think but i miss theology <laughs> and it's like that is how i relax what are you doing stop listening to the culture um, and, uh, and that's again, like, there's not to say that there's anything wrong with listening to music, right? Like you can do right. that. No, and... but I just realized I enjoyed listening to theology way more. <laughs> that's a good place to be. Yeah. Um, and, uh, just thinking of like, of how, how constant of a thread of, it seems like everybody I know just doesn't care about theology as much as like 
you and I do, and, and like like in our lives, not not saying that uh, mm-hmm. you were also included in this, Carly. Maybe even more so because you have read a full James White book. I oh. feel like that would take me so long. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty small. And, uh, it's not even three hundred pages. Was it really? Oh well, okay. But but I am a very slow slow reader. I yeah, I, 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 I listen to sermons. I, I can't read very. Well. I've been reading Oathbringer for over six months, and I'm on page four hundred. That's actually pretty good. Is good it? job. Yeah. Oh, for okay. you? All right, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm proud of you, man. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. So um, it's just just remembering just the constant thread of Dang. people just don't care about theology. And I'm like, man, if I am not um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> um, just remembering that if I'm not studying theology and if I'm not passionate about it, I'm not exhorting the Christians around me to do the same and that I can't let their uh, lack of fervor for the study of God's word and them putting that much emphasis into theology. um, Let me become lackadaisical or make me lose hope. Huh? Lackadaisical is a great word. Yeah. You know what else is a great word? Bamboozled. That's not the (laughs) point right now. Um, uh, See, you you hear it. It makes you laugh, but okay. So, um, I just remembering that um, I am supposed to um, encourage and exhort one um, other people and spur them on to good works mm-hmm. um, and to uh, like that's my job as a Christian and um, as iron sharpens iron that work of sanctification through the Holy Spirit in each one of us and that's my job if I'm not keeping up on that then I will never I, I should not hope to see that in other Christians around me, when that is a part of my job as a Christian to spur one another on. Mm -hmm. And so uh, just like they do that for me, I should be doing the same for them. And that should be, I never lose hope of studying theology and wanting to learn more about my Bible and Mm -hmm. wanting to tell my Christian friends of how important it is to me and show them how important it is to me in hopes that, you know, they will feel the same way. Mm Mm-hmm. And any... then includes evangelism against yeah. abortion. Wanted to get sin in general, but you know, <laughs> yeah. specifically, I was trying to tie it back in. So, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I've been, I just started reading um, because I, I'm, I don't even know who I, I'm, I'm a, I don't know why I do this, but I, I'm in the middle of reading like seven or eight books right now <laughs> at the same time for some reason. Um, one of those books is uh, "When I Don't Desire God" by uh, John Piper. Um, and, uh, like it's, he's talking about, right? Like the, the struggle for making Jesus, making sure Jesus is the object of your affections, right? Mm-hmm. Like is, is the thing that you ultimately want the most. Um, and I mean, that's, that's, and I, I picked up that book literally because I was like, I'm really struggling with this. Like I, right. I, because I know there are so many, and this is one of the things that the book was talking about, right? Like I, there are so many good things that I see God in, right. And, and I can worship God through, mm-hmm. And I do that, I do that, right? But not all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those things become the thing I want in and of themselves. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and I, that's something I've been really desiring lately. I, I've been wanting to want God more, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, and so I, I, yeah, I just started, started reading that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, John Pepper has fantastic insights, of course, as always, on 
Christian hedonism and the, you know the idea of finding joy in Christ and Christ alone, right? And mm-hmm. and finding your ultimate satisfaction, right? It's the idea of all I have is Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, Hallelujah, uh, Jesus is my life, right? Um, and if all you have is Christ, you have more than enough. Um, and uh, so that's that's not necessarily exactly tied in with abortion at all, but right, it's it just tied where in we're with at. Yeah. yeah, ending the conversation with. Uh, so, any... so we had this yeah. conversation about the topic and then we're like, ah, oh, just get real and deep with, with who we are <laughs> yeah. and where we're at right now. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Carly, how come you never have like a breakdown moment where you talk <laughs> about all this? Ah, uh, and then. And, no. But yeah, I was, I was curious, like, Carly, do you have any past or parting thoughts uh, as we kind of wrap up here? Um, no, not really pertaining to the topic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Thanks for being moral support today, Carly. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that, that kind of is wrapping up for us. Wrapping it up for us then. Um, we have uh, lots of other streaming things happening this weekend. So lots of streaming really exciting. Uh, so tomorrow evening uh, around roughly 8.30 cst we're gonna have our first like rpg kind of talk about the game go through the rules that sort of thing stream uh with the good old carly pinch here and all the other wonderful cast members for our show elysian road it's gonna be a sci-fi rpg and there is going to be there's christianity exists in the second <laughs> what yeah of course because this is a it's an extrapolation of earth whoa Extrapol- yeah it's... that changes everything <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> There's morality in this RPG. Wow, crazy. Um, but I—that's I, one of the things that I was like, talking about with um, the people, the people who are going to help me do the faction turn. Um, we were talking about like, oh, like one of the guys was like, "So wait, you actually have Christianity in here? Like, how is that going to work?" And I'm like, "Well, I want to talk about that. Like, I want to get right. into like different things about Christianity and like how well, my character is completely changed to her her arc. <laughs> she is now going to be saved by the become end. a Christian. Yeah, that's, that's her arc now. Yep." I've always wanted to play that out in an RPG, but I don't, I, I never know how to, it's like, how do you play out something as significant and divine as salvation in an RPG mm-hmm. where the goal is to roll dice to see whether you kill the guy <laughs> or not, you know what I mean? Like, Wait, but it doesn't have to be killing. You don't have to right, exactly. you can go through the entire campaign without murdering anyone. Yeah, but my character is definitely going to murder quite a few people <laughs> off the bat. So oh, yeah, no. just, just letting you guys know that's, that's pretty much where my character's at right now. Oh no. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to be kind of talking about uh, characters and in, in the game and stuff like that uh, okay. tomorrow. Um, uh, Thursday, we're going to be doing uh, our first... Uh, this is the first time I think we've ever streamed with David as the GM, mm-hmm. which is really <laughs> exciting to me. Yeah. Uh, it looks like we're going to play Steampunk Sam, <laughs> which is I so guess. awesome. As soon as I saw that picture, I was like, yes, I've needed this. This so is what I want. So apparently that's a thing that we're doing. Yes. Um, How are you not so on board with this? This is great. I, I'm really on board with it. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm super on board with it. You All right, that's good. Messages? Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're going to be doing that um, with, uh, if you if you've have me watching this and you've watched um, any of the Terranelia stuff or any of the other um, mm-hmm. Chrome Quizzers stuff that we've done, we're going to mix those two groups together. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have, it's going to be Connor, Carly, David, Seth, and Emily <laughs> from Terranelia's show. Hi. And then me, and David's going to be the GM, and I'm going to be a player this time, <laughs> which is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and so yeah i'm really looking forward to to see what david is you know david's going to be spending basically the rest of the week like coming up with stuff <laughs> for that mm. that game because that's the way david works mm. um as soon as we we decided on steampunk samurai he's just like all right let's go i'm <laughs> starting to make up stuff yep uh so we're gonna have to talk about characters and what we're gonna do for that um yep. but uh and then friday we're gonna have our inaugural session of elysian road and i'm mm. super excited for it um <laughs> Super, 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 super yeah. pumped. Yes, literally um, 100%. It's going to be awesome. We have been hyping about this campaign for, so for like <laughs> a month and a half now. Yep. Hype. I'm really excited to actually finally play. Um, the hype train is real. <laughs> before uh, the Friday session at, in the evening, though, I'm going to have the first faction turn for, for the game. So we're going to basically um, play out like the month before the game starts. What are all the factions up to? Right. And like, move move the things around and so well, my friends ian and and jeremy um who i usually do another game with um are gonna help me do the factions f- turn for that and so we're all gonna play three different factions um one of the factions is basically a christian like movement um really i'm not gonna tell you the details until we get like actually in the game okay um and talk more about like what they believe and stuff um, this might turn out to be my favorite rpg ever I, I'm really you just, you just stuck Christianity really in a space sci-fi <laughs> oh, yeah. where I played Violet. Evergarden. I, I really want to, uh, yeah, I really want to like discuss religion a lot in it because right. I mean we've, we've discussed religion. But okay, all right, specifically Crow Inquisitors, the last session that we did for Crow Inquisitors, it was literally mine and, and David's character having an argument about morality where we both had no actual moral ground to stand upon. Mm-hmm. So we were literally arguing opinions, and we both realized that there's literally no right answer here because. I I am trying. My character was trying to follow the follow the ideals of God, and his character was following the ideals of the world that they were actually living in, where God doesn't exist in right. that world. And so he he in a way was right, even though hey, I was right. Hey, we don't know that. You know, in your Chrome Quizzers is set in Saragon, which I is mean, set in the seventy fourth cycle, which is true. technically set in a universe right. in which God does exist. Right. So. There's just so, a couple yeah. layers there. Yeah, so so it literally, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's mind blowing right now. Yeah, I guess you probably didn't know that, Carly, but that's that's technically true. Um, in the meta, <laughs> meta narrative of what's mm-hmm. going on, technically, God. we have too much to games, or at least did when we were yeah younger than this. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just want to talk about religion in the RPG because um, we're like um, there's there's a couple of religious groups in the sector. Um, we have All Saints Church of God, which is like the the actual like, Christian group. Um, and then we have the Dharma unity, which is going to be like a Buddhist Hinduism mix. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot about like reincarnation and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And then we have the Thousand Island Imperium, which is like the hegemonic empire of the regime and they're, they're Islamic. And so we're going to be having lots of conversation about like religious <laughs> violence and nonviolence. Mm-hmm. And like, there's going to be a lot of cool conversations yeah um and i like i don't expect any of your characters to be inherently religious to off the bat but i'm yeah, definitely I, interested I in the idea of you guys yeah. talking about religion yeah. and like being influenced by one or the other like mm-hmm. throughout the game so so here's my question can i is there any role that i can make to try to ask the gm if i'm elect <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> wow. well i mean since since obviously salvation <laughs> obviously salvation is based on like special knowledge you have to set the role no role oh i'm kidding Okay. Uh, there should be no, a you, you there should roll. be a Holy Spirit stat that like goes up and down as you go through it, and it's like a, it's not really like how much the Holy Spirit hey, is working your life. Hey, it's so like guys, evidence so guys, of. I don't know if you I ever talked to you about. No, I did talk to you about this. I'm pretty sure. 
I have an idea for a role playing oh, yep. game. Role playing game based about... on post millennialism, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and basically the idea is like the role playing game is like going to track Christians, like in Christianity's influence throughout history. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm, I'm going to write this game eventually, mm-hmm. and it's going to be great. You're going to send it to Apology Radio and hope they play it. <laughs> awesome. I wrote a post mail. That'd be literally the best thing. You ever. guys want to proof test it? No, we got to save yep. it That'd for when awesome. we have a studio. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have an apology radio. We're gonna be the new you and do it. <laughs> I mean, that's ultimately the. We're not gonna replace them, but I want to like do a thing, right. similar thing to what they're doing, right? I agree. Um, or just become them, one of the two, <laughs> right? But anyway, so yeah, we we have a lot of other streaming things happening this week. Right. Um, so that's super exciting. I'm really really pumped for that. Next week on the Christian Artist, we are going to be talking about worship music. Ah, uh, yes. And we're gonna have our good friend Angel Rodriguez on. I I can never say his last name right. Angel Rodriguez. Rodriguez. See, right? It's just, it's weirdly, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to pronounce because I want to say like Rodriguez, right? No. Rodriguez. I don't know. I, I always say it wrong. I don't I know how. Like I, always say I, it wrong. I think it's fine. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So our good friend Angel, he he he's one of the worship leaders at our church. Um, and he's a good friend of ours. And he's also the uh, children's pastor at our church, one along of the with his pastors, wife. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, so that's gonna be exciting. Uh, I'm pumped for that. Um, so we'll have another another guest on um, next week. But until then, um, you can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore Art underscore Show, at Facebook at facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show, and at our website at ChristianArtistShow.com. And I will get this episode up on the actual like audio podcast much sooner than I got the last episode up, which was like Wednesday of <laughs> last week. Um, but yeah, so uh, I don't know what we're going to be talking about after worship music. We'll probably, we should probably figure that out. But um, um uh, I, this isn't really an idea that has to be for 103 or 104 or whatever we're on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 104. This is 102. Yeah. So, um, but I'm thinking. Okay, so so Angel and I have been doing um some like actual street evangelism and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, at some point during the summer, uh, we're trying to find some way where we can start up something for evangelism with our churches like uh its own ministry and stuff like that too um because you know we don't have that yet so we should we should do that yeah. and we think that'd be a lot of fun I mean, yeah. um and so uh uh one of the one of the things that we've been like talking about as we've been going from person to person while we're out there trying to like find people find people um because we don't have like a like a a marketplace or where like like we don't we don't have a place of 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 crowds like they do in california wherever ray comfort goes you know <laughs> and so we we have to sure. like actually search for people yeah um and but as we've been as we've but it's been much walking, easier in the summer when people are actually like walking around that's true things. too yeah um but we, we as we've been going from place to place we've always been like yeah like this is this would be a tip that we've now learned you know and like yeah we've now learned this we probably shouldn't do that again mm-hmm. or oh that's what we should say when somebody says this uh we kept people would say oh yeah i'm safe and we would be like well are you born again and they'd be like yeah and we'd be like well now what do we say <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. like do you understand what that means yeah. or like like and then uh so yeah so, so we'd be kind of like oh oh okay uh man i now i forget what we thought i mean imagine you say something like um well are you sure or how do you know how do you know sure. how can you know for yeah. sure how yeah. can you know for sure i'm pretty sure is what we mm-hmm. what we decided to we were going to say right and then if they say like well 
like they say anything else but like the but bible the gospel, right, right like yeah gospel, so yeah, so then right. then we can you know say well where are you getting that from so yeah. so yeah so so yeah we've been going through stuff like that and so either either maybe if we wanted to do something like that may, maybe after we do this a few more times oh um, man you know what would be super cool i if i had data on my phone we could uh, live stream us we could witnessing well, I think that's be would that be would that be oh, an invasion we, of privacy? We'd, we'd have to, we'd ask, have to them ask them before we yeah. live streamed. Well, we would have to ask them before I put the camera on their face. Right. Is the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess that makes sense. That'd be kind of cool thing to do. We also we also would have to put some sort of language warning I up on the thing too. It'd be like, whoa, yeah, we whoa, don't know whoa, what people whoa. are gonna hey, say. Hey. Yeah. What? You know what we could do? I could like legit bring the camera if we did it. I mean, yeah. And there's a thing, right? Because that's one of the, that's what Ray Comfort does, right? Yeah. And and that's one of the things that actually helps him do it better because mm-hmm. people will often be easier to talk to if they're like, oh, this is an interview kind of thing. Like, right. hey, can it's I can camera. I like do like can yeah. I can I talk to you real quick for like a project, like an interview, right? Like right. that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Um. Then they people, be people feel like they're part of something like famous. Exactly. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, this is they got a camera, you know, mm-hmm. and and it appeals to people's like greed for fame. It really does. So, and then we have cool video footage that we could use for something. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be really cool. We should just totally do that. Okay, but another idea, real, real <laughs> quick, before we end here, that I want to, I want to point out is uh, one of the ideas that I think you and I had a while back. But what we should definitely do this this summer is remember the whole um, yard work thing where we go ask people if they need yard work oh, yeah, done and then real. do it for free and then preach the gospel to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That was been something that I've been talking with Angel about too. Yeah. Something I wanted to do. Right. Because like, the, and, and the reason that, and this is maybe the last thing we'll, we'll kind of say before we end here, um, because it's just interesting stuff that uh, we've been talking about is I thought it would be such an interesting idea. I don't know which one of us actually come up, came up with it, but um, it would be such a good idea to do that because First, you're showing the love of Christ mm-hmm. in like being generous with your time and energy and helping them with something without any reward for mm-hmm. it, right? And, and then, like, who after, the heck are you? Right, and then videos? afterwards, <laughs> you can be like, hey, you're like, can I talk to you about God, right? Like, can I talk right. to you about the gospel? Yeah. And then they will probably be a lot more receptive to it because they've mm-hmm. seen your your heart. You, yeah, you've, they've seen yeah. your heart and seen they've that seen you, that you care to, about them. You care about them, yeah, without any, you know, impetus right. on your part to do. And like, and like, literally, I don't, I don't mean this in a mean way, but like, what jerk would say no? <laughs> Like, like, if you think about it, like, like what, like evil, like, like grumpy guy would ever like be like, no, you can't preach the gospel to me. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's just, there's no way. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there is a way. There is a way, but I, I just, I don't see it happening feasibly, especially with the conversations that we've been having. Like, I can't think of any of those people that we could do a service project for that they would say no afterwards. You know what I mean? like even the, even the people that were like no get away from me kind of a thing i don't want to hear anything about whatever you have to say and like before we even said anything it like if we like if we were able to like do some sort of service project for them i can't see them being like like they they feel like they have to mm-hmm. and so yeah it's it's a great way to manipulate people into hearing the gospel it just <laughs> And on that note, (laughs) hey, whether in pretense or in truth, this has been the Christian Artist. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We're out.